Have you ever had an idea for a podcast and thought, man, this is a really good idea for a podcast, but then immediately you stopped yourself, realizing that you don't have the time or the energy or the resources or the attention span to make more than a single episode? Because I do. Every day. All the time. Constantly. In fact, I've probably had two or three just while reading this intro. Now, normally, most people wouldn't progress with these ideas, but it doesn't stop how awesome these ideas are. So I've figured out a way to make them happen anyway. I call it RPG, the Random Podcast Generator. And welcome to RPG. My name is Jim Hansen. I am your host, as well as your podcast sommelier, or barista, or I don't know, the guy that parks your car. Anyway, I'm the guy that finds you the wacky, weird, wild podcasts that I dredge up and bring to the surface. And since this is the inaugural episode of rpg i figured well who better to offer up the first sacrifice than my own self so today i bring you the first ever episode of a podcast i tried to do a few years ago called answer or else if there is a story behind a podcast i'll usually try and relay it there won't always be a story but this time there definitely is Several years ago, my friend Mike Delheim and I were going to be guests at a convention in Traverse City, Michigan. A friend of ours ran the convention, and we had some material planned, but not a ton. Uh, and we got a call a couple of days beforehand telling us that a bunch of the guests had just sort of dropped out and that they desperately needed as much material as they could come up with so on our drive up which took like eight hours mike and i were just spitballing ideas back and forth and the idea that we came up with was a game show structured very similar to jeopardy but I threw every type of question at them with no rhyme or reason. There were insanely hard questions that there was no possible way they could get the answer to, and trick questions and incredibly easy questions that made them doubt themselves. And all the while, while we were making them play this Jeopardy game, I was shooting rubber bands at them and shooting them with Nerf guns when they'd get things wrong and blowing air horns and just everything else to kind of punish them. That was the, the or else portion of it. Now, we really had a fun time there, so much so that we came back for like two more years afterwards, even when they weren't short on guests and needed to fill time, and did additional answer or else's. So we tried to podcastify this, but 
The problem is, when you're not in the same room with people, you can't torture them. Proved to be the downfall of this particular idea. Didn't, it didn't carry the weight that we were really looking for. Also, this was a nightmare to produce, especially because this first episode, my co-host was kind of drunk, just a teeny tiny bit drunk. So uh, that wasn't something that was planned. That was just something that happened. Anyway, that's enough from boring old me. I now send you back to the confines of 2015 to answer or else. So, welcome to the podcast game show, Answer or Else. Or Else! I am Jim, your host, and I'm joined today by a lovely co-host, Bronwyn. Hi! And we have two victims, I mean, uh, volunteers that are here to help us test this format out. Well... Bronwyn swats at imaginary flies that are attacking her, apparently. The place where I got my dinner forgot my damn ketchup! Yes. Okay, then. There you go. That's but it. I'm they done. Did, I'm done. They didn't forget her alcohol, so she's had plenty of that. No, it took me an hour to get my food, and they gave me a free drink to compensate for the fact that I didn't have food, which is not the best of ideas. No, I, I'm picking up on that. <laughs> hey, it's Friday anyway, night. Anyway, tonight we have... Uh, we're, this is the first time we're doing this, and we're playing around with the format a little bit. The way this is going to work is we have five different categories, and each category has five questions. The questions are worth two points if you get them right, no points if you get them wrong, and minus five points if you fail to answer before I have deemed an appropriate amount of time has gone by. So, answer or else. Literally. If you fail to get an answer to a question correct or you fail to answer, the question will go to your competitor to give them a chance to try and answer. If you both get it wrong then I will just tell you what it is because this could take a long time on some of these questions. The questions are an eclectic mix of incredibly easy questions and trick questions and insanely hard questions, and you will have no idea what you're getting yourself into when you pick a category. At the end of the 5x5 question round, we have a bonus round, which can make or break the game, and the winner will get the option of whether or not they want to come back for the next game, or they want to expel the other person. The loser will have to say a predetermined answer researched by the Hypochondrico Psychological Warfare Department. So... And that answer will go on their permanent record forever as them having had spoken those words in public so that everyone can hear it. 
Ronwin, will you introduce our guests and sign them in, please? Why, certainly, Jim. Tonight we have playing with us the awesome, the talented, the creative, the funny, and if I didn't have a boyfriend, I would totally be all over him, Ron! Yeah! Oh. <laughs> I was waiting to see which one you were going for. <laughs> oh, just wait. Just wait. And playing against Russ tonight is the totally awesome, totally creative, totally talented, totally funny, and if I didn't have a boyfriend, I'd be totally over him. She's not picky. <laughs> Gentlemen and slightly tipsy lady, are hey. you ready to go? Your categories for tonight are Bat, Man, Robin, <laughs> Catwoman, and Joker's Wild. And to decide, I think each of you should get to petition a case as to be why you should be the one to pick the first category, and we will let Bronwyn decide which one of you makes the better case. Mike, since you are appearing left on my dial here, we will let you make your case first. Well, I'm pretty sure that I should be going first because, well, there's no other choice to be made. I mean, really. Why wouldn't I be going first? I don't know. Why? That's the question. All right, Russ. <laughs> Let's hear you pitch woo. I should go first because I'm not Mike. <laughs> That's me. Well, I know All who right. I'm voting for. Okay. Can't argue with that. I mean, it's a logical <laughs> sound. All right. I'm going to go with Russ because I can count a potato. What? I didn't say that. Okay. So, Russ, your categories are bat, man, Robin, Cat Women, and Joker's Wild. Joker's Wild. All right. First question. This Japanese TV show features a character that can assume many forms. The primary one in the season called Double was known as Cyclone Joker. Holy shit. <laughs> game's not supposed to be fair. Yes, this game is supposed to be unfair to everyone. If I, I made it... If I made it fair, it would be unfair. I, Five. I'm sure this is four, wrong, but I'm going to say it. My three, heavenly hockey club. No. No. Mike. For um, the steel. Sakura. No. The answer was Common Rider. Common Rider. I've so no points there. All right. Uh, second question, now to Mike. The titular character in Finding Nemo was what type of fish? Oh, I know this. He was a clownfish. Two points to Mike. Yay! Yay! All right. Back to Russ now. Go, Russ, go. Australian playing cards feature a kookaburra on their joker cards. Why? Because it is the bird of Australia. No, but thank you for making a guess. Mike, Kukubara. Because jokers are cuckoo. No. The Kukubara's laugh, or the Kukubara's call, sounds like a human laugh. I kid you There's not. There's a song about the Kukubara. 
All right. Um, back you watch to, Doctor Who, you would know it. Back to Mike. Uh, question number four. What band originally performed Stuck in the Middle with You? Uh, that was... Uh, I can't remember who that was. It's one of those guys back in the day with the... It was, it was the Grateful Dead, wasn't it? No. No. Nah. Russ? It was, nah. Could you repeat the question? Uh, what band originally performed the song Stuck in the Middle with You? Um, Rolling Stones. No. The band was called Steeler's Wheel. Now, for a bonus point, as a, a toss-up here, why would this question be in the category Joker's Wild? Joker's to the right? That's right. Like in the of the One yep. point to Mike. Mike is now at three. Russ is at zero. Oh, come on, man. You can do it. And the final question here goes to Russ. The actor, this actor is best known for his roles in The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari and The Man Who Laughs. I'm guessing he played the Joker on 1966's Batman. No. That's Cesar Romano. Romero, not Romano. <laughs> Cesar Romano. Whoever that that sounds delicious. <laughs> it does sound good. Um, actual answer, uh... Um, Sid Caesar. No. Mike, for the steal? Uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to pressure you for an answer. Mike. I'm just... Yes, Mike. I know. Mike. Can't go with a Roy Mike. Mike. What? Do you have an answer? Roy Rogers. <clears throat> okay. All right. The answer was Conrad Veidt. Yeah. See, I don't. The reason that he's in this question is here is because his portrayal of the man who laughs in the man who laughs was the inspiration for the Joker. All right, so Joker's Wild is finished off. The categories you have remaining at this point after one round of questions have been expended. We have Bat, Man, Robin, and Catwoman. Let's go with Robin. All right. Now, Robin is a free-floating association round, so instead of a full question, I'm just going to say a couple of words, and you have to figure out what I'm talking about. Nanu Nanu. It'd be a Robin Williams. Ding. All right. Russ. <coughs> Merry Men. Robin Hood. Yes. All right. Uh, Mike. Famous three-wheeled car. Three-wheeled car? Possibly infamous three-wheeled car would be better. Well, it'd be the, um... That's the, uh... What was that thing called? It Five, was the... four, three... It was a... Two, a one. Nope. It was the three-wheeled car. Well, you did get an answer out before. Uh, okay. Russ, you want to steal? Uh, was that a round robin? No, it's a reliant robin. 
Oh. That's, that's the one that on Top Gear they constantly were flipping them over, modding them out so that they could like tumble. They turned one into a low orbit spacecraft. They did a lot of terrible things to those poor cars. I didn't um, watch Top Gear. I, yeah, I never watched Top Gear. Sorry. Right. No points for that. Uh, okay, so back to Russ. <clears throat> Rich and famous. Robin Leach! That's right. Yay! And the last one here, uh, 100 Acre Woods. Mike. Be Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin, yes. Yay! Things are starting to look a little more even after that round. We have seven for Mike and four for us. Yay! Such smart players we have today. All right, so... Goes back to Russ now. We have Bat, Man, and Catwoman. Let's go with Man. Okay. In the category of Man, these are all superheroes with the word Man in their name. So Russ, first question. Squirrel Girl broke into the comic scene by applying to be which hero's sidekick? Iron Man. Yes. <coughs> okay. Mike, question number two. Complete yeah. this phrase. Giant-sized... Manhood? <laughs> no. Though you're very close. Russ, you want to steal this? Uh, Giant-sized... Ant-Man? Man Thing. Marvel's oh. take on the Swamp Man or Swamp Thing. Uh, the the giant sized issue. They loved making the giant sized Man Thing because it got by the Comics Authority and they could stick giant sized Man Thing just sitting there in the middle of the comics. But they were going to stare at it. Wait a minute. There was a lot of giant sized comics. Right, but giant sized Man Thing is like a thing. Like it's. It's... That's funny. Oh. All right. Uh, Russ. Carl Lumbly starred in this mid-90s superhero show produced by Sam Raimi. Oh, um... Oh, um... I think I even... I think I even remember the frickin'... Is it weird that I can remember the 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 um? Did it actually did I actually go to the series or not? Is it weird that I can actually remember the the like the jingle they had in the freaking the pilot rather than the actual? I'm afraid uh, I'm going to have to pressure you for an answer. Um, Russ. 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 Hercules. No. Hercules doesn't have the word man in the title. Uh, so. Mike <laughs> for the steal. I'm going to um, guess Nightman. No. Can I guess? Big... Can I guess? Can I guess? Yes, you can guess. Is it Mantis? It is Mantis. Yes! Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, Mike. Yes. His mother died in a car accident. His father was an alcoholic that went to jail for killing a man. When he was 16... 
His sister, who was in charge of him, let them both get exposed to massive amounts of radiation. Who is he? I'm afraid I'm going to have to badger the witness, Mike. 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 Why am I... The only thing going through is, you know, with radiation and all is... Is there a radioactive man going through there? Who was that? Do you have an answer? I'm thinking... No, it was like... There was there was a radioactive man at some point. I'm taking that. Radioactive man is from The Simpsons. Yes. That is not who we're looking for. Russ, for the steel. Um... The Incredible Melting Man. No. Johnny Storm, Storm. a.k.a. the Human Torch. Ah. Oh, the yeah. The Man Torch. Yeah, man is in the word human. Ah. Yes. Ah. Tricky, tricky. I was thinking Fantastic tricky. Four, too. Yeah? Yeah? yeah see how this works? Mantis is an abbreviation. Human Torch has man stuck in the middle. They're not all straightforward. All right, last question <coughs> for Russ. Modeled after Tron, police officer Walter fights crime through a vigilante hologram he created named... Vigilante hologram. Um, is this from comics or TV? TV. Had a helper named Cursor. What year was this? I'm going to have to ask you for an answer. Um, Five, four. The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Nope. All right. Mike, Uh, who is Steel? I don't remember this show. Oh, wow. That looks shitty. And I, I, I am hoping that there is somebody listening to this at home just losing their mind over this question. Oh, those tables really? being flipped. I know. Because as soon as you say it, I'm going to know what it is. All right. And Five. That... I'm just going Four. with the superhuman samurai cyber squad and sticking with it. Nope. It's Auto Man. That Can was I... it. Mike, the category selection is up to you. You have Bat... And you have Catwomen. Okay, so we got to just bite the bill and go with Catwomen, I think. All right. Catwomen. In the Catwoman from Channel 6, (coughs) April O'Neil is accidentally mutated into a half-human, half-cat via what means? Via what means? Wasn't it... It was mutagen explosion. Eh, Wrong. Russ? Steel? Uh, uh, I'm going to go some type of ray gun. Nope. Closer, but no. All right. Is it is it the ooze? Nope. That's that's actually what Mike said. No, it was actually. Oh, is that what he said? Oh, okay. It was a teleporter accident, akin to the fly. She oh. got got teleported into the same matter stream as a house cat. Of course. That only makes sense. All right. Yeah. Russ. In the failed pilot for a U.S. version of Red Dwarf, who played Cat? Oh, shit. Um... There's actually two what? separate answers for this. I'll take either of them. The same guy who played Cat in the 
in the British series? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mike, do you want to try and steal it? Uh, John Rickles. You're not even trying at this point, are you? I'm answering. Okay, uh, no, it was Hilton Battle, who is a, like, German singer, and Terry Farrell, who later went on to be Dax on Deep Space Nine. Oh. Yeah. Meow. Mike, name one of the other members of Josie and the Pussycats besides Josie. Once one of them named Kitty? No. <laughs> uh, no. No, no. Russ. Hmm. I obviously need to make stupid questions. <laughs> Uh, I thought Val these were the stupid questions. <laughs> Valerie Brown and Melody Valentine. Oh, yeah, the blonde bimbo. Yeah, I know. Okay, Melody. Yes. Of course it's Melody. Gotcha. Okay, so whose question was that? Mine. Okay, Mike's. all right. Russ, the female cat fighter from Darkstalkers is named... Appeal Cat. I'm afraid I'm going to have to pressure you for an answer. Russ. <laughs> you can do it, Russ. I believe in you. I don't think so. Um, you can do it. Just say your name. Say your name! Do it. The robot from Lost in Space. <laughs> it's a hell of a Mike. name. Mike, do you know the name of the cat? I, I believe it was uh, Felicity. No. It was Felicia. I knew it was one or the other. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. All right. Final question for Catwomen. Mike. Yeah. Yes. Bonnie Lankford, a.k.a. Mel, from the uh, Sixth and Seventh Doctors companion, <laughs> um, played this cat in the musical Cats. Oh, jeez. Really? Really? <laughs> really, meow. I had completely... I need an answer right meow, Mike. <laughs> Give him an answer meow, Mike. Tinkle meow, bottom. damn it. Yeah, I'm sticking with Tinklebottom. <laughs> yeah. No. That sounds about right. Ross, would um... you like to show that Mike is an idiot? I can I do know. that myself. You can do that as on his own. <laughs> uh, the trick is showing that I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, for some reason, I do actually know some of the names on there, but not... The only name that's coming to mind is Balthazar. I know it's wrong, but what, what the fuck? <laughs> nope. It was Rumpelteaser. Rumpelteaser. See, I was close. <laughs> See how close I was? You were close. All right, that takes us down to our final category. Well, what are the standings when we're going into the final category? The Gift? standings are Mike has seven points and Go Russ Mike. six. Ooh. Oh, you're so close! So close. No, it is so literally anyone's game. game at this so, like, point. like the past two categories we haven't You scored. haven't gotten a single... You pretty much just got the free of freest floating association category, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm just riding on that. All right. 
So, Russ. Yes. Are bats mammals? Yes. Points. Yes. That is correct. All right. Mike, what disease is wiping out the brown bats of North America? It's going to be the loss of insects to devour. No. No. Russ? That would be white, the white mold on their noses. The actual answer is called white, white nose, nose syndrome. Yeah. yeah. So, so I give it to him. All right. Um, He's destroying me with superior bat knowledge. <laughs> Aside from having an awesome name, what else is special about the giant golden-crowned flying fox? Ooh, that is an awesome name. Um... It is almost entirely vegetarian. That is true, but that's not actually that special about bats. Isn't one of the only bats that can take off from the ground? If it is, I don't know. <laughs> no, I was going for the fact that it is, uh, it is arguably, at this point, the largest bat alive. Like, the largest oh, yeah. size bat Well, alive. didn't you say the name was called Fox? Well, yes, but that's a, that's yeah. a, it's a name. It's not it's a species. name of bats. Yeah, I'm saying, like, you know, it's a huge right. bat. It's a flying fox. It's, yeah. it's a it's huge, huge flying fox. It has two tails. They spin around like a propeller. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> Mike. Yes. Kentucky native John A. Bud Hillerich founded what company in 1894? Oh, why do you think I know why this is related to bats? <laughs> why would that be related to bats? Think about it, Mike. You're a smart man. <laughs> but how much do I know about Kentucky? All right, Mike, I'm afraid I'm going to have to pressure you for an answer. Yeah, I know. Mike, 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 do you have an answer? Mike. Is it going to be the Duracell Battery Company? No. No. Russ, for the steal? Louisville Slugger. That is correct. Yay! I know, it's fine. All right, final question. Russ, from 1957 to 1960, the U.S. Guano Corporation mined bat guano at what famous national landmark? Um, isn't Guano Batsy? Yes, it is. Why do we mine it? I'm probably wrong, but uh, the Carlsbad Caverns? No. Mike, think bigger than the Carlsbad Caverns. Much bigger. How about, like, the Grand Canyon? That would be the one. Yay! Specifically, a, oh, cave, wow. a cave above Lake Mead, they mined it using a giant vacuum cleaner hose. Ugh. Yeah. They had this whole trolley system where they'd like send cars down this cable, and then they'd hoover up as much guano as they could get in it into the cars, and they'd send them back up, and then they'd send another car down. Mm-hmm. And it was this whole complicated thing. And... Um, 
the mine ran out because they grossly misestimated how much bat crap there was. So they wound up like shutting it down only a couple of years into their anticipated multi multi year run, and the cable car and pulley system got used in a bunch of different movies to like represent the Swiss Alps and stuff like that. Because if if anybody needed like a cable car hanging over a thing to shoot stuff, they had this one sitting there that nobody was using. So I had no idea. I learned something tonight. Thanks. Alrighty. So with that last correct answer, we go into the lightning round. With Mike having nine points and Russ having twelve. Alright. So The rules for the final round here are slightly different. How so, Jim? How so? Well, in this particular game, we're going to play I Can Do You One Better. And basically, we are going to take turns between Mike and Russ, and they are going to have to name things that fit into a specific category. And whichever one of them runs out of things to say then the that person loses. No, who zephers? And the person who wins this gets five points, so this could flip the game either way, making it a mm. catastrophic uh, failure for Mike or a loss for Russ. So so far. So, as you can tell, we've been beating around the bush with categories tonight. Leading up to this, gentlemen, <laughs> starting with Mike, mm-hmm. name an actor that has played Batman. Val Kilmer. The best Batman ever. Go, 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 Mike. Val Kilmer, check. Russ. George name Clooney. An... George There's Clooney. Batman ever. Check. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, check. Possible Batman. Adam West. Check. Really good Batman. Ben Affleck. Christian Bale. (laughs) The guy that played Hellboy. (laughs) (laughs) It's a valid answer. He's never played Batman. He played Batman in the video games. Go play Justice League. Are we now looking at the voice actors? Yep. Yeah, voice actors totally count, but I'm pretty oh, okay. sure he's never played... I'm gonna Justice have to... League. He was in Justice League. Wait, as who? You mean who? Ron Perlman? Yes, he played Batman in Justice League. Are you sure? Yes, because it was the most horrible choice ever, because he sounds nothing like Batman. He was, in fact, the Batman voice in Justice League Heroes one game. Thank you. And that's that's stretching. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you're on double notice here. (laughs) Double secret suspension. All right, Russ. You can do it, Russ. Kevin Conroy. Ah, the one true Batman. Oh, no. Uh, Kevin Connery, my win weakness. 
You didn't say Connor, you said Conroy. Conroy. The original, the original Batman. All right, Mike, can you do better? Can I do better? I'm afraid I'm going to have to pressure you, Mike. Uh, Five, four, Just give us a name. Three, Come on, give us a name. Two, one. I've got nothing. I can't think of another one. All right. Also acceptable would have been Lewis Wilson, the very first Batman, Robert Lowry, the Batman in the first serial, Johnny Duncan, the Batman in the second and third serials, uh, Dietrich Bader, he was Batman in Batman Brave and the Bold. Pretty uh, Batman. Bruce Greenwood was Batman in... Uh, I can't remember what it was, but he was Batman in a bunch of stuff. And Will Arnett, Batman in the Batman, the Lego movie, Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. William Baldwin played at Batman. Hmm? <laughs> William Baldwin played Batman. He did play a Batman. <clears throat> and I was pretty much just going to check any name that came up like that. You know, like, okay, yes, he did, in fact, play Batman. All right, so that's why I gave you the Ron Perlman, but... All right, so so Russ, as the grand champion with 17 to 9, you get to decide if you want to return or you want to make Mike return to be the next contestant. Um, so basically, I either, either I come back or he comes back. But, it's but, it, whether you want to do it or not is really but, the question. But otherwise, like you know, basically, I either eliminate him or I eliminate myself. Right. Yeah, sure. I'll come back. All right. Great. And sorry, Mike. There will be no right. And Mike's punishment sentence has been posted to the chat. Mike, are you ready to say your? Consequence sentence. All right. Fine. I think we should call it a consequence. <laughs> Buzzwords. All right then. Let's see. I am not a ninja. I do not have a magic basement village, and I may need psychiatric help. Yay! The first step is admitting you have a problem. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Answer or Else. Um, if you would like to participate in Answer or Else, if you would like to volunteer to be a guest or possibly volunteer someone else who may not understand what they're getting into, you can contact um, us at links which will be available once they exist. This is where I'd be like, follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, and join, our, join our IRC channel to talk about the show. And, and Reddit and um, Boat or whatever. Is and we'll be on MySpace later. <laughs> Give us an up shovel on dig. <laughs> Uh, but we'll we'll have that eventually figured out. Until next time, this has been Answer or Else. <laughs>
they were never heard from again because they all died and the entire podcast was recorded by ghosts. Okay, now, so this is Future Jim. I am, uh, you can tell it's me because I have a significantly higher quality microphone now. And I just wanted to check in to say that the next episode of RPG, the random podcast generator, will go up in about two weeks' time. If you have an idea for a podcast, or if you have actually recorded a podcast and would like to submit it to be released as part of this project, uh, you can contact us at podcastbad at gmail.com, or you can hit us up at Twitter at podcastbad. I can't actually believe neither of those were taken, but what do you know? So, this has been... RPG, the Random Podcast Generator, proud part of the Gumby Cat Networks, and I appreciate you sitting through this. So, um, insert clever sign off here. Cat Network. Podcasters, podcasting for people who like podcasts. No actual podcasts were harmed in the making of this podcast. Meow.